What is going on, Warriors? As you can tell, the setup is completely different than what I'm used to. If you're watching, you can tell. That's, that's a fair point I have to make right now. Those who are listening, I have a brand new desk. I have my shirt back that I didn't have last time. Uh, there's, there's a lot of new stuff. It's super exciting. But today, I want to talk to you guys about uh, how a simple stomach ache that I had led me to rethinking my diabetes. So without any further ado, let's get into the theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, guys. So, like I said, new stuff galore. I got this fancy new desk. Look how much space I have. First of all, let's just acknowledge that on video, you're no longer just staring at my face super close to the camera because I had no space. Now I can sit back, I can relax, have a casual conversation. I'm super stoked about that. I think it really it builds a whole new atmosphere and environment in the video context. But for the podcast, you guys, this is all the same stuff. Uh, but I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what I've been experiencing over the past few weeks. Now, uh, I ordered this desk uh, like five weeks ago, okay? Got it for my birthday. Super, super excited about it because it's a lot more space. It's an L-shaped desk. I can spread out, right? I don't have to worry about getting papers lost in the big stacks. Now, it's still have to, I have to organize those stacks still, but we'll get to that point. Uh, and over the last five weeks, I've been calling for replacement parts because the, the order wasn't quite placed correctly when I first ordered it. Uh, and it took them a while to fix it, but they eventually fixed it. They got me what I needed, and now it's all put together. I'm stoked about that. But that's not the main point of this episode, obviously, because during those last few weeks, I also had something else going on, something unrelated to the desk, but the same time frame, so it's still, uh, you know, it was happening. <laughs> during that time, I had started getting stomach aches, and they, they seemed unrelated to anything going on. It, it wasn't any more stressful, it wasn't a different type of food really, um, and I hadn't changed my sleeping schedule, there wasn't a whole lot different stuff going on. Uh, I was already kind of getting used to the whole pandemic thing going on, right? But nonetheless, it was uncomfortable. It was annoying, right? I had these stomach aches, and I'll be completely honest with you guys, uh, it was gas, right? Like, I, I had gas, I felt bloated, I felt, my, my stomach just felt like I could hear it gurgling, you know what I mean? Like there was air trapped in there. And it was uncomfortable. It wasn't necessarily painful, but it was uncomfortable uh, and it was annoying. But you know what? After weeks of experiencing that, I still, every day, I'd wake up, oh, I kind of feel uneasy. I'd go through my day, oh, I kind of have like a, a minor stomach ache, right? But the pain never got to a point where I was like, oh my goodness, this is the worst. I need to do something about this, right? It was more so on the lines of just like, okay, that's uncomfortable. I'm sure that the bloating feeling will go away in another hour or two, right? And usually, sure, it did go away after an hour or two. But then looking back over the last three or four weeks, it's like, okay, I've been dealing with these uncomfortable stomach feelings every day the last three or four weeks. Why haven't I done anything about this yet? I'm like, all right, 
I'll do something about it today. What happened? It turned into the next day. And I was like, oh, I said I was going to do something about it yesterday, but I didn't. Maybe today. I'll do some research, right? See what's going on, see if I have to change my diet up. Nope. Once again, procrastinated. The next day, the next day, the next day. Now we're sitting at four or five weeks instead of three or four, and I still haven't done anything. I haven't taken action to fix what's going on. I haven't looked into my diet and figured out if it's a food-related uncomfortable, gassy nature, right? I haven't looked into my habits, my stress level. I haven't done anything at all, but it's still there. Why am I allowing myself to live in this lower level life where I'm just constantly uncomfortable, right? Why am I not doing something to get myself back to that higher level of functionality where I feel my best all the time, right? Like I work hard to feel my best. I exercise every day. I eat right. I try to get enough sleep. Like I follow the rules and I'm used to living at that higher level, but now that I'm at this lower level, suddenly I'm just okay with it. Why? And I had to think about it. I was like, okay, Matt, why haven't you taken action yet? Why have you not done the research, made any changes? Why have you done nothing real to make this change happen, to get rid of this uncomfortable feeling in your stomach? And you know what I figured out? I realized, and this applies in many areas outside of this, but I realized I was not uncomfortable enough. Right? Let's, let's think about that for a second. I wasn't uncomfortable enough to take action. See, think about it like this. If you've got a pebble in your shoe, right? You're walking along, somehow a pebble makes its way into your tennis shoe. It happens, right? If it's off to the side of your foot, you can feel it, you know it's there, but you're unlikely to untie your shoe, take it off, make the rest of the group wait for you while you get this rock out of your shoe because it's not that uncomfortable. It's not that big of a deal. You just kind of deal with it. You know what? We're going to get to the restaurant in a second. I'll just take care of it then, right? But what happens if that pebble is no longer on the side of your shoe, but under your big toe? And let's add another factor into this. Maybe instead of it just being under your big toe and it's a pebble, it's a sharp rock. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a sharp, pointy object hitting your big toe every step that you take, and it's painful. Now, are you going to wait until you get to the restaurant to take that, sh that rock out of your shoe? No, because that pain is now enough to cause you to take action, right? Now, you're going to stop and say, hey, wait, wait, everybody, hold on a second. I got something. It's, it's hurting my toe. I got to take care of this. And you're going to take care of it in that moment because all of a sudden, the uncomfortableness the pain of that situation is great enough to cause you to take action. Could you have taken action with the pebble that wasn't causing you pain and it was just annoying? Absolutely. But you made a decision to stop in that moment when it was causing you enough pain to change the circumstances, to change the situation that you are in, right? So think about the stomach aches that I was having. They were uncomfortable, they were annoying, but they weren't painful enough for me to say, oh my gosh, I need to take care of this right now. No, it was like, ah, I kind of feel bloated, gassy, I get a little uncomfortable, right? My stomach doesn't feel awesome. But, you know, I got some errands to take care of today. I don't have time to research and figure it out. I'll do it tomorrow. And every single day, because the pain wasn't great enough, because the uncomfortable nature of my situation wasn't enough to push me over the edge, I remained in that uncomfortable state day after day after day until it became week after week 
after week. You see, when we are in a situation that is not enough to push us over the edge, oftentimes we remain complacent, right? We avoid taking action because it seems like extra work, even though that minor piece of extra work inevitably would lead us into a place of more comfort, right? But because we don't want to put in that little extra effort, we remain in that uncomfortable position for longer than we need to be. And when I realized this, all of a sudden I was like, okay, yes, the pain isn't great enough to cause me to take action right now, but I still have a choice, right? Just like you would have a choice if you had a pebble in your shoe. You have the choice if you want to rid yourself of that uncomfortable situation. You can stop, take 30 seconds, untie your shoe, tell, hold on a second, guys, or I'll catch up. Just give me a second. Take the pebble out of your shoe, boom back to 100%. You feel great, fantastic, no more uncomfortable pebble in your shoe. For my, myself, my case, no more uncomfortable stomach ache, right? I can move forward at 100%. But so often we enable, sorry, we allow ourselves to remain in this uncomfortable state for far too long and it drags us down. Now, I still don't know what was going on with my stomach, okay? Uh, I did change my diet up. I had been eating very similar foods for a long period of time. I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and switch up and get a little bit wider base of uh, micronutrient diversity. In other words, I want to eat different foods so that my body can get different nutrients. Maybe I just have an overabundance of a few different pieces and not enough of others. I switched it up. My stomachache went away. I don't have that bloating, nasty, gross, uncomfortable feeling anymore because I decided in that moment to take action. Even though the pain wasn't so great that it caused me to take action, I chose to take action, okay? Now, in these circumstances that we inevitably run into in life, we have the choice, okay, to choose how we move forward when we are met with adversity. Is that not true? We have the opportunity to see these moments in our life that are uncomfortable, but maybe not uncomfortable enough. To, to cause this action to be taken, to then turn around and say, you know what, I'm gonna take action anyways because I choose to, because I want a better situation. I don't wanna remain complacent through these different areas in life. I want a better life. And so oftentimes, when I hear these stories from people as they relate to diabetes, they tell me they've been sitting with bad blood sugars, un unknowing fluctuations, not sure why their blood sugar is doing they're doing, and just dealing with it, sitting, in those bad blood sugars that are causing them pain and discomfort and frustration. And of course, the added damage to our body, right? Our organs, our tissues. But they sit there because the pain and the frustration is not great enough to cause them to take action. And so instead of choosing to take action on their own, they sit there in their pain, in their discomfort in their frustrations, and they wonder, why am I dealing with this? What did I do to deserve this? And it's not the question of what did I do to deserve this, it's rather a question of why have I not taken action yet? Why am I choosing to remain in this current state when I could have met this adversity with taking action? When I could have chosen to avoid complacency and be intentional with my decision-making process? You see, Viktor Frankl, one of my favorite quotes of all time, says, when we are no longer able to change a situation, 
like my stomach ache, like the pebble in your shoe, like the blood sugars that are frustrating, we are challenged to change ourselves. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. We have the choice to decide how we meet adversity in our lives. We can choose to see obstacles in our life, like a pebble in your shoe, like frustrating blood sugars, like a stomach ache and bloating. We choose how we react to what life throws at us. Now the question is, looking at your own life, and I want you to take a second right now, think about what in your life is less than where you know you could be. Think about what quality of life you want and what pieces of your life are you allowing to beat you down, to keep you in an uncomfortable state, to cause you frustrations and pain. What in your life are you allowing to do this? Now I want you to ask yourself, can I do something to change that situation? Can I alter my current state? Can I alter my future with a decision, with an action that I decide to take right now? Now I want you to ask yourself, if you took that action, would that improve your overall quality of life? Would that improve how you feel in this moment? Instead of feeling hopeless, all of a sudden you have hope for the future. You have hope that would, with the actions you take right now, you can and will determine your future. How you react to what life throws at you determines the person you turn into be. Okay? So, look back at your life, say what's going on right now that I don't like, but maybe isn't quite enough to force me to take action. And now I want you to look at it as, what can I do? What actions can I take? How can I impact my future by taking action today? Now I know a lot of you listening, watching, are type 1 diabetics like myself. If this message resonates with you, if you realize your blood sugars are not exactly where you want them to be, if you're seeing fluctuations and frustrations and unknown blood sugar numbers from who knows what, I want you to know you don't have to be okay with that. You don't have to stop and just take it. Life gets so much better when you understand why your blood sugars do what they do. When you understand why blood sugars fluctuate, you're able to then understand how to prevent that in the first place. You get to discover your unique blood sugar formula. There is a method to the madness. There is a way for you to stay stable, predict blood sugars, lower your A1C, meet your goals, but you have to take action. Knowledge is fantastic. It is, really. But without action, knowledge is essentially useless. You must take action today in order to change your future, in order to get away from these uncomfortable, frustrating situations that are causing you pain in this moment. Take today to analyze what you can change and then take that step. Now, if you're looking for some help, if you want someone to help guide you on the process of what it looks like to understand what causes blood sugar fluctuations, how to stabilize your blood sugars in range, and how to predict your blood sugars through different activities, exercises, and meals, then I want you to go to diabetesinaction.com. There's a free training I did. It's about an hour long. And I highly suggest you get a notepad and you take notes. 
Shut off distractions, turn off Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everything. And focus on how you can not only learn, but also take action to battle adversity and use that as an opportunity to grow and change your future for the better. All right? So, if you want some help, head over there, free training at diabetesinaction.com. I'll see you over there. Remember that you can take action to change your current situation and keep up the fight.